am P.M. Kester, and welcome to the How to Take a Break podcast. This is a wellness-centered podcast presented by P.M. Kester Enterprises that examines the different types of breaks people take and why you need to incorporate breaks into your life. Let's start the episode. seen that button before all right <laughs> record to, to cloud who does that all right so hey everybody welcome back um i'm gonna let you know now you missed out on good quality content earlier as we talked about pyramid <laughs> but that's great because that means i get to have them come back onto like my youtube and we'll do like a pyramid of pause episode oh, on YouTube. i'm down okay. i'm down yes yeah we'll, we'll have some some real talk about, <laughs> about <laughs> aging but Without further ado, we are here today with the ladies of the Unestablished Podcast, Jawanda, Constance, and Monique, and we are talking about taking a break to be unestablished. Hey, ladies, how are you? Hey, how are you? Fine. (laughs) (laughs) We all have a different response. I know. I know, right? (laughs) It is early Saturday morning, so another thing as well because it's kind of like why am I here why am I up I'm always very respectful and so thankful for people that do early morning interviews I'm like oh my gosh (laughs) for you to to (laughs) choose this time that is lovely (laughs) it's real interesting (laughs) but before we get into things we're going to start things off because um I have been a guest on the unestablished podcast I love their content um just conversations with women, especially as we get older, are so important. And to just see friends conversing, people who are actually friends, especially if you watch reality TV, we we have these people that act like they're friends and, and they're not. Yes. But yes, if Lord. you <laughs> if you listen to Unestablished, you can tell these are actual friends. And so I'm so excited to have them here. And I want them to introduce themselves individually because they're so awesome individually. So we start with Monique and we'll start Monique and just go around. (laughs) Well, there we have it. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, everybody. I'm Monique. You can call me the unestablished entrepreneur. Um, I left my job in November last year and I've been on the journey of trying to figure out what this entrepreneurship life looks like for me. But in my free time, I guess you can say that I'm learning how to take a break by taking strolls at the park with my dogs or just spending time with my significant other. So that's yeah. it for me. Okay. Oh, my, my name? Oh, no. Um, yeah, Constance, go ahead. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, well, hi, everyone. I'm Constance. Um. I don't really have a title for myself. I just, just, I guess, go with the flow. She's a pharmaceutical sales rep. I am now, yes. As a former (laughs) teacher turned pharmaceutical sales rep. So instead of teaching the little people, I now uh, teach doctors about how to use medication. (laughs) Um, I take a break usually from work by um, honestly uh, watching trash TV. Um, okay. Especially when it comes to like, when you said reality, I was like, oh, I wish another episode of Real Housewives would just go ahead and upload and quit playing with my emotions. <laughs> um, and I also really like to cook. Um, I like to spend time with my significant other, but he lives seven hours away. But when I do have the okay. time, I definitely 
So like spend time with him and my family when they come around. Okay. Well, hi everybody. My name is Jawanda. I am a pharmacist by day and I guess a podcaster by night. <laughs> um, I'm married. I think, well, this is two years. It'll be two mm -hmm. years this year. Oh. So we're still newlyweds, but we've known each other for 12, 13 years. Um, I am also in school. I am trying to get this degree in medical cannabis so I can change my life because I am okay. an unestablished pharmacist who's not happy in the pharmaceutical world right now. So I'm trying All to right now. my life. Yes, so, um, that's about it. I spend my free time or my time to um, take a break by also watching trash TV on my couch with a bottle of wine. <laughs> and that's how I like to enjoy it. Or I um, also try to exercise in some form um, at least five, six days a week, because if I don't, my brain starts to go crazy. So... <laughs> <laughs> See, and I love this honesty about, about everything. And oh my God, there's so much. I'm going to have, yeah. Everyone's got to individually come on my YouTube channel. Um, <laughs> I love, I mean, because I also, I, I've listened to the episode. I listened to the episode Monique talked about, you know, the her job change and being an entrepreneur and kind of taking a break to explore that area. Um, I started a series in January called Starting Over After Age 40. Um, because that is an age where a lot of my peers um are finding themselves in some different situations, like you know, career change, um, relationship changes, issues with money, like you know, age 40 is the highest earning year for a lot of females. That's when we're making like the most out there. So, like, how are you doing stuff with money? So I'm loving the career change conversation. Um, I've been going through some of that myself as a government scientist <laughs> do I like what I'm doing <laughs> what am I getting ready to do right. so I've been exploring that as well so I love that but I also want to start things off with talking about being unestablished and I went to the dictionary to look it up and the definition of unestablished is so intense right it's not <clears throat> firmly based having little or no previous success I think I want to focus more on the not firmly based of being unestablished because I think it goes into a conversation of as an adult, do you ever feel established at any point or is it always constant fluctuation? Oh, and I'm no. saying there's like, <laughs> it's, it's no, no way. You think I, it, for me, I feel like you think when you're a child or when you're in high school or college, you're like, oh, I can't wait till I get my career off the ground and then I'll be doing this and that and this and that. And then life comes and slaps you across the face <laughs> and you're just like, what happened? Like, this was not in the plan. And then you're just looking at other people, judging yourself against them and what they got going on. And they they're going through the same thing. So I don't think anybody ever becomes quote-unquote established in my opinion okay it's a journey you a lifelong learner you have never arrived there's always going to be something else you can learn something else you can do something else you want to explore so and then you got to learn that shit so no uh, <laughs> there's no true establishment now you do feel better than what you used to i'm not the same person mm -hmm. i was five years ago right i'm much more established <laughs> than that girl that causes ooh. Ooh, she has some things going on, some stuff and some things. So I like me now. And, but I don't know what I'll be five years from now. I'm probably looking at myself like, girl, what you got going on? 
What's wrong with you? You okay? <laughs> but we do yeah. celebrate those small establishments where like, you know, you yes. go home and you turn the lights on and it's still coming on. So I must yes. be doing something right. right. <laughs> Correct. Because that was the thing. I mean, because I feel like we do have those moments. Yeah. Because like, I was like, I said, oh my God, because it sounds depressing. Like, what are you doing? Like, no. No, 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 no. I feel but, like that's what people re- perceive us as like, oh, we're always complaining or we're always saying these negative things, but it's life. We're literally just talking about what it feels like to be an adult. And it's not always depressing. So if that's what people hear, then, you know, maybe that's a reflection on you. <laughs> yeah. Like, and y'all heard like that's good times. On you. <laughs> <laughs> on you. No, because I think it is true. I remember having like this whole point. I walked in one day before the bottom fell out, right? Where mm-hmm. everything, like, I remember sitting on my patio. I was at this town home. Everything was great. And I was like, wow, I feel comfortable. This is good. Like, I feel like this is it. And then the next day, <laughs> don't think happened. <laughs> and I had to, you know, it's just like stuff just kept happening. Oh, you now have to move from this nice town home that you decorated. Or you have to... And so I do think we have those moments, but it is part of adulting. Like, so you are, I think you have moments where you feel like you're kind of firmly based, but Mm -hmm. it's not, it doesn't last because life is ever changing. So it's scary and it can be sad at times because I do want us to feel like, you know, our emotions. I mean, that's part of being an adult. You're going to be happy. You're going to be sad. You're going to be like, when are you going to pay off these student loans? Mr. Girl, president. Never. But, oh, okay. I'm glad you said Mr. President because if you're waiting on me, they're going to be in Girl, you're going to have to put me on a can put them in the a casket because that's can where they're going to be. Can we get a firm? Can I use a firm to pay for my loans? <laughs> like, no, I don't want Klarna. I don't want none of that. I want you to go ahead and just dismiss them. Boy, I saw that thing on, on Instagram. I think I woke me up Tuesday morning. So I was like, oh, he done forgiven. When I tell you I clicked, I was on that 30 minutes. I didn't even got about my bed to go to work yet. Like, please tell me there's a zero balance <laughs> with my student loans. No. They're still it has not happened, Joe. <laughs> and I've seen what you've done for others. And I work for yes. your people. Mm, mm, <laughs> okay. I'm here. <laughs> I'm, here. Okay. I'm here, Joe. <laughs> so there we go. All right. If you want me to stimulate the economy, stimulate this negative, make a negative balance of per- period. student loans. Please. Look. Because we can get it done. But so we have the unestablishment of student loans. But what has been the biggest lesson that you have individually learned about being unestablished? Um, For me, it's been uh, (laughs) having to validate my small wins and be content with celebrating me by myself. Because when you uh, have small wins, you want everybody to celebrate with you. You want to share with other people. But then when you share it, maybe they don't respond the way that you think that they would. And it's not because they don't care about you. They just don't see the value in what you've accomplished. So they can't celebrate the way that you expect them to. So now you're like, well, you're second guessing that win and whether or not it means as much as you thought it did. When it still does, it's just... You have to be content with celebrating yourself and all of your small wins, regardless to what it is. So if this week all you can celebrate is the bills being paid, there's food in the refrigerator, you went to work every day, celebrate it. 
I love it. Be content. Look, it's a breakaway. Be content with celebrating me by myself. myself. I mean, and I think that's it because there's a Time Magazine article that's how to be more satisfied with your life. And I think it goes hand in hand with us feeling established and and that is the fluidity in being established is that how do we become satisfied with what life gives us at a certain point and celebrate ourselves because I think there's so many memes about how, you know, people are not going to celebrate you all the time. And a lot mm-hmm. of times, like, again, I talk about your podcast showing real friendship. A lot of us don't are not surrounded by cheerleaders or by real friends because real friends, mm-hmm. I feel, celebrate you. And they are going to be there, even if you're just kind of like, dang, I did this thing. You know, they'll at least give you something like, oh, hey, girl, you did that. <laughs> you know, whatever. But you do have to learn how to celebrate yourself because you may not be in that circle with people that are going on. You may not be established enough to be in a true friendship circle to have those cheerleaders around you. So I think that's a good point. All right, Jawanda, what about you? I forgot. What is your life lesson? Your biggest life lesson in being unestablished so far. So far. You know, we have a lot of life to live still. Yes. Okay. I'm trying to make it to at least 80. Okay. We we saw Martha Stewart out here. So I'm trying to be like that. Look. Everybody talking about Martha. Look. Everybody talking about Martha. Talking about some she drinking green juice every day. Well, okay. I got to start now. I'm just trying to get the water down. Um, so the biggest lesson I learned about um being unestablished is just that it's a journey and it's it's never ending. And it's up to you to decide how you want it to go. Um, I feel like we all have free will. I feel and I also feel like we all have a purpose in life, but we also have free will. And it's up to you to decide what you want to do with that free will. And I also agree with Mo, you have to celebrate yourself because there's plenty of times that you may be looking for that uh, validation from others, but that's not always guaranteed. So you have to validate yourself, (laughs) give yourself those affirmations every day, even though you may not feel like it, but you got to talk to yourself and pep yourself up and say, hey, girl, hey, hey, boy, we're going to make it through this day and we're going to make it through the next day. And um, I think it's a quote from Steve Harvey that you, you maybe not Steve Harvey, but he says it a lot that you make it through 100% of your bad days. So you just got to keep pushing. You just got to remember that you're, you're here for a reason. It's a journey. Keep going. I like it. All right, Constance. Yeah. Us out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, uh, one of the biggest lessons I've learned is just kind of um, remembering who I am or even figuring that out, continuously figuring that out. I think as a younger person, I worried about other people and uh-huh. what they wanted from me and what I thought I should be doing instead of actually asking myself, well, what do you want? And uh, I always lifted up other people instead of lifting myself up thinking I would like diminish myself to lift up others. And now I'm trying to be like, well, you know, I ain't got time. I still love you and I sure will help you, but I ain't got time because you cutting into my time for me to do what I need to do for me. You can do your shit on your, you on your own. All right. I give you about 10 minutes and then I got to go. Um, but I agree both with Juwan and Mo, um, buying a cake and celebrating yourself for any little win 
and remembering that the bad day is is very temporary. It, it's only going to last for a hot ass minute. And is if you when you get through it, just <laughs> just mm. raise your hands and praise the Lord Hallelujah. that it's over and that you yeah. learn something from it and you can press on and and hopefully not have to do a bad day like that ever again. <laughs> I like that. And like <laughs> look, you hope. Like, please don't come back. Because um, <laughs> 2021 was like, <laughs> like, please stop. Um, but I like how you said, <laughs> remember who you are. Because I um I talked about that in my birthday episode of knowing your value. I felt like it took me getting to like my 40s. Around like 41, I really started to embrace and know my value. Um, I always thought that I kind of knew who I was, but I think that sometimes we get to a point in life where maybe we're living a little bit for others and we allow other people to project our perceived value onto us. So like we're not really walking in, in our value. And I felt like the older I got, especially getting to the age I'm at now, I really started to, like you said, remember look who I was. As they say, what kind of forever? Remember who you <laughs> <laughs> I always, <laughs> I tell my daughter that. So there you go. This, see, this is why she be acting salty with me. But, um, <laughs> but I think as I got older, I really, I, I would start to look at myself. Like I started doubting myself and I'd be like, look, read your resume. Like, this is who I am. And I started going into conversations, especially this past year as I'm I'm having these career conversations, like, okay, so this is what I'm bringing to the table. You know, this is my value and this is who I am. And, and I felt like this was something that happened as I got older. So do you all feel, I'm not going to ask you to share your ages, but do you feel as you become older, especially as women, that you're walking more and recognizing your value, walking in like the receipts and the things that you bring to the table. Yeah. For the most part, I, I, I'll say like me even come to this revelation as being moving from teaching to corporate America because, okay. and it's, as a teacher, I really didn't have to sell myself. Like you can see, you see these children that have been in my room, you see how they've grown. Like they are my resume, but here I have to sell me. Right. And like, and this is a different conversation. So I'm really having to look, but yeah, I think I've decided like, I, I don't have to people please and make you feel good. And I can be compassionate, but not do everything you asked me to do and still get, get what I need. You know, I still get mine. So yeah, I think I've definitely gotten better with that as I've gotten older. I think I've learned that um, like just because somebody is quote unquote seasoned in whatever field or aspect or whatever you're trying to do doesn't mean that they're better than you. Mm. Like there's Good. plenty of yep. people that I work with who've been pharmacists for over 10 years and they, they're just not good at it. And I hate to say that. Mm-mm. And I'm, I've only been here for a few years, but I realize that, oh, you don't know as much as I think you should know. So me being kind of intimidated or uh-huh. feeling some kind of way being around you because you're a senior doesn't mean anything because I bring, I bring more to the table than you do. That's mm. what I'm talking about. Look, you gotta go mentor the children. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> 
I'm learning that my presence is just the value of what I bring. Like I'm alive and that is enough. Like whatever I bring, that is enough. <laughs> it doesn't have to be measured by what I know, what I did, how much I'm giving. It, I am here and that's enough. Look, she is the gift. Yeah, period. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <sighs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> Okay. Okay. See, look, we end up having like a whole long kiki session. Um, <laughs> so I also talk about intentions a lot. I talked about intentions on your podcast. Um, we are in 2023. We are five months into the year. Hopefully everyone's 2023 is going so much better than the last year or last two mm. years. Um, do you set intentions for the year? And if so, what is your intention for 2023? Um, typically I don't set intentions for the year. Um, but this year I did. So this okay. year I um decided that my intention would be discipline and motivation. Those are my two words. Just because um whenever the motivation disappears, the discipline will always be there. So I kinda with me and this exercise thing, I hate <laughs> I am not a morning person at all. I can stay up all night with you. Like we can get it on all night. What you want to do? Drink, play cards. We can do it. You want me to get up in the morning? Is the and the sun's not up yet? Oh my! <laughs> but I had to make this a priority for myself because my health is important, my mental state is important. So I have to do this for me. So I am trying to create this discipline of exercising at least thirty minutes a day, um, for five six days a week, just so that I can be more grounded. And I think that mentally, um, I'm a better person. Like I'm not as moody. I'm not as depressed or sad. Like I've been happier this year just because I have made the effort to do something for myself. No, <laughs> I don't. Like, I'm I, happy I, for her. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Sorry, Pia, we're about friend. to take over your show. We're like, <laughs> Yeah. I think this is the first time that we've heard her admit that she's like overall just happier with herself. So we had to take that in. Sorry. <laughs> we love it. This is growth. Breakthrough. Yes, Break it's through. a struggle out here. <laughs> um, I I'm not gonna lie. I if I set intentions earlier in the year, I don't remember what they were, girl. I I I really don't. And this is why I'm just so anti like you know, new year, new me type shit. I'm sure there's something that I came in here with. The main thing was money. Um, okay. and, and I'm getting better with it. I, even though I'm not writing down my budget, just because the way my money comes in is, is just changed so drastically from how it has been the last almost decade. I have, um, paid more attention to what do I, what do I need and what do I want? You know, uh. and I'm giving less to up to, my wants um and paying more attention to other shit that I need because it's like look I don't want to be scrambling at the last minute like I'm having to move okay I'm finna I got less than a week before I gotta move out this apartment <laughs> and I knew when I got my two checks ago I said all right Heffa, you gonna have to calm down because you, you don't know no burly men you're not in college no more you got, oh my you, got you know you can't pay somebody and take them to Olive Garden to cook out after <laughs> they move some shit for you you gotta hire somebody 
you better just budget for this to be a smooth thousand dollars. And Look. so, I, you know, so I've just been very much more intentional with my money, how I spend it, who I spend it with, and being fine with saying no to things and not explaining why I'm not going. It doesn't work That's all the, the time. That's it right. don't work all the time. But no is a sentence. It, That's it. No, I can't make it, baby. No, I ain't going. I ain't going to that. Don't invite you. Don't no. invite me if you're going over there. I told you, don't. We on bougie brunch, bitch time over here. Don't invite me to get fucked up on a Saturday, and I only got Sunday to recover and go to work. Can't do it, and won't. So yeah, I think that means money and <laughs> saying no. <laughs> Those are my intentions this year. I feel like that's real. That is real. <laughs> that's a good intention, though. Yeah. All right, Monique, what you got for me? My intention is just to continue my faith journey because when you're an entrepreneur, you don't really have the security of your check coming every two weeks like you did with your nine to five. You don't have the security of somebody giving you positive feedback to validate the progress that you've made. Uh, You don't know when you're going to secure your next client. Like there's so many things that are just up in the air that really could drive you to go back to your nine to five. And that really can make you second guess your skill and your ability. So my intention, like Jawanda said, I have a focus word for the year, it was faith. And then the subset to that was just be still, be quiet and stay focused because Mm -hmm. um, there's also so many distractions that come with trying to stay focused on your own journey. Like you see other people taking vacations and, maybe doing things that I just can't do right now. Yes, I would love to go. Yes, I would love to do it, but I have to sacrifice for right now. So yeah, that's been my intention to just know that the sacrifices that I'm making right now are, will pay off and they're part of my faith, my faith journey. So yeah, I mean, that is real. That was, I ended the year because I was sitting there thinking about money and like how I get myself back on track. And that was how I ended the year. And what I'm using as part of my rebirth journey this year is really my walk, my walk with God and telling myself like whenever, because I stress so much about finances. (laughs) (laughs) I stress so much um, because I I grew up poor. Like we was poor, not poor, we was poor. Like all the means by black folks with no lights on and stuff like that. That was like my household. And so when you grow up a certain way, mm-hmm. even when you're making like a nice amount of money, like it's always there. Like I talk about it to like a lot of my um, black friends in government, but we'll sit there. We're still those people that every other paycheck, you know, we're looking at our account to be like, Lord, it's still, they paid us. They paid okay. us. <laughs> yeah. Girl, faithfully checking. Did it drop? That's me. That's why I don't have any. If it looks short, I'm looking payment. like, what happened? What I didn't do. Auto pay, girl. Uh-uh, I don't auto pay. I don't think I ever will. I, that's for the brave. I don't think I could do it. Ooh. I got to sit down and just make sure I know exactly what you're taking out. So I know when that shit comes it out, is. I'm like, okay. Right, it, it is nerve wracking. So I really, I had got myself worked up into such an anxiety with like finances and having these two kids because I feel like all this crazy financial stuff happened last year like last year was when the town home flooded and then the kids all needed stuff like it was crazy and I had to just really start like whenever I feel nervous I still do this now I'm like God is my is my provider mm-hmm. 
God is, and I have to like literally that has to be like my affirmation in the morning. Some mornings I'll be look, I'll be at, at, at Kroger and trying to check out, and it'll be like such and such dollars. And I'm like, and the woman looks at me because she comes in and she be like how your grocery be like 70 something dollars sometimes ma'am i be up late friday night doing these digital coupons like is there a cotton coupon up in there help me out now (laughs) (laughs) because i am bougie i need the good toilet tissue yes right (laughs) that's that's essential God wants me to have that. Let me stop. He does. <laughs> but, he does. He does, right. He wants you to have your level of, yes. your, the quality of life that you want. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the blood but of Jesus. No, but that that resonates, what you're saying, that faith journey. Because it's not just, I, I definitely for entrepreneurs, but I think, yeah, we all, that intention is kind of, is there. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about work. Everyone has diverse work goals. We have some job changes there. How are you taking a break? from work and what advice could you offer other people? And I'm especially want to focus in on women because we have four black women on this screen. What advice would you give for black women on how to better incorporate breaks in a day? So what breaks are you taking? What advice can you give? A nice walk outside. Oh yeah. I don't care if it's 10 minutes, 15 minutes. It makes a big difference because mm-hmm. when you're walking, you're not at your computer. I put my phone in my pocket. I intentionally like listen to the birds. Like I think Jawanda mentioned grounding earlier. Like you just exist in that moment. And I don't know how else, like there's nothing else to to describe how it is. You're just really just being present and um, being intentional. (laughs) Mine will probably stop later, but I've been taking a break lately. With longer lunch breaks. I know that's not right. So it may not be for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's been, that was been how I've been taking a break. But even, even not even just that, but my lunch time, even when it is, you know, like it's supposed to be, I have found um, a few other foodies within my work place and it sort of gave me something to look forward to. So it literally, it feel like it's a meeting every morning and we get there at 830, around about 10 ish. You're like, okay. We've been going to lunch today. Everybody has like a list of places they want to go. We got to figure out how close it is to work. And we have just found good places to go sit and eat. We'll eat outside. You know, we'll find like a good vibe for that hour of lunch. And I just feel like it's a good time for us to get to know each other personally, for us to have a very, very small amount of office gossip, if there is any. Small amount. Not It's not bad, though. Not too bad. And we just, you know, get excited about the food we're about to eat. So that's that's how that's how I take my break. Just having something to look forward to at some point in the day. Lunch is usually it. Well, we ain't gonna thirty minutes. Yeah, I wish I could do that. They'd be watching. I only get thirty. <laughs> I minutes. think I'm about to be watching sure. with my new manager, so I can't do it no more. Just move it to like Fridays. That's how we do it in my office. Fridays is our like our long day. You can usually just kind of disappear. And yeah. I would I would do that. I, that's when I take myself out to the my little fancy lunch. And I'd be like, I'm gonna go over to McCormick and Smith's. I'm gonna drive to <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna read my book and I'm gonna sit right. here and eat my food I'm and just it. act like I don't know y'all. <laughs> 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 Who are those people? I don't know. <laughs> Well, 
taking a how have I been taking a break? Besides my ratchet TV and my wine and my couch, um, I also take a break to so I go to therapy two day two um days out the month. So every two okay. weeks. So usually before I, I go, I kind of reflect on what's been happening um through journaling. So that's kind of how I kind of take a break for myself. Just take maybe 10, 15 minutes. If I got a lot to say, it may be 30 minutes up in there to be pages in the <laughs> journal. But I don't journal every day, but I journal most of the time. And I try to make an effort to also journal during the good times as well as the bad times. Because yeah. it's great to look back on. Um, journaling uh-huh. is something I've been doing since middle school. And um, just to look back at like where you came from and the hard times and the good times and what's happened, it kind of helps you to get back to to center and make you think like, I really did make it through 100% of my bad days. And I guess that's the best way that I, I think for me personally to just kind of take a break. It's just, just write it down. So... Monique and Jawanda, I definitely want to go back to your breaks. Um, Monique, you talked about walking. Jawanda, you talked about journaling and taking a break for therapy. Um, what I hear a lot of times, and I, I get some emails about people feeling like they don't have the time to take a break. And um, I tell them, like, you have to, for me, I had to start making these things a priority. Would you agree? Was this something that you felt like you had to really be intentional um, about putting in your day, like you have to be intentional. Like I am going to make therapy a priority. I'm gonna make journaling a priority. I'm gonna make walking a priority and just put that in the calendar. Yeah, I think it has like, especially therapy, it's a it's a priority for me. Sometimes I go down and be like, oh, I'm good girl. We good today. And other <laughs> days I'll be like, uh-uh, I am so glad I got this <laughs> session because, woo, Chile. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, been girl, a let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of times it's self-inflicted. It's my mind. Like my mind thinking stupid yeah. stuff. And I'm just like, why is this happening? And journaling also helps. I don't care if my husband is in the bed, sleep on the other side. I would turn that lamp on. I will pull my journal out of my <laughs> nightstand and I will write in there. I mean, at first I was just like, oh, I don't want to inconvenience him and whatever. But I'm like, this is for me. This is my time. So I have to do this for myself. And this is where I want to do it. And this is what I'm going to do. So I turn on that lamp. I pull out my journal and I start writing. I got me a nice little journal. Got me a fancy pen. It's a, it's a nice experience. Mm. The pen makes a difference, girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get you some pen. stickers and stuff too. Ooh, yes. Mm-hmm. Etsy has real cute stickers. Mm-hmm. Okay, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm enjoying it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, you actually inspired me to make time for my walks. Um... What challenge did you do? Oh, it's like it's the challenges app. That no, PM did a, a oh. challenge. I did. I did do a step challenge. It was like it was something motivation. It was some type of. I think it was just like a simple how to take a break challenge, and yeah. I was at work and I was like, let me try this. And then the more I did it, I was like, I actually like this. It was nice to get out, and then I think that was a part of me realizing that the end of my job was coming near because mm. the more I was outside of the building, the more I realized like being up in here for eight hours ain't it. This ain't me. I don't. <laughs> I'm starting to hate the people I work with. Like, let me get up out of here. It's time. Look, to go. 
yeah, I have and- been there. <laughs> <laughs> and what, oh, what helped is the place that we worked that had uh, a little walk around the buildings, a trail. So it was easy for me to do. And then when I came home, I was like, well, let me try it again and see if it's based on work or do I actually like taking a walk and I was still doing it. So I'm like, okay, you can do this. And it doesn't have to be long. You don't have mm-hmm. to be working out. Just go take a walk. Just walk. Yeah. Cause you definitely beating us in the challenge right now. And I'm Girl, this kind of way. Can't even look at That's only because I've gotten into yoga. <laughs> Girl, she be hitting that mark. All three rings closed every day. Okay, and last like, night it was okay. at eleven p.m. Yeah, I, because I'm sandwich. holding my. <laughs> All right, I got some. Are you one of those folks that's just like walking up and down the stairs? Because I was in a walking challenge with a coworker, and she was just walking. She was like walking all around her house. I'm like, what are you doing? Up at no. nine thirty, like girl, I'm in bed watching Bridgerton. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I went to a retreat a month or so ago, and uh, they intro- we did a yoga class together. And since then, I've just been like doing yoga, and it's been fun because the lady she reminded us that you don't have to do all these difficult poses that you see, mm-hmm. you know, like very experienced yoga people do. And I've just, she said, do whatever your body is asking you to do. So if you mm-hmm. feel like you need to do back stretching or whatever, do that. And that has been my intentional time by myself. So I've just been enjoying that. But unfortunately for them, it counts because I turn my workout on on yep. my watch and it <laughs> helps me close my ring. So <laughs> I was like, I gotta get my life together. She, I mean, she was never Girl. beating me in the challenge. Now I gotta like, do better. Coming for you, Juwanda. <laughs> Maybe next month. Check out um Chelsea Loves Yoga on the Peloton app. You can get like mm-hmm. 60 days free. I love her. I discovered her during the pandemic. Okay. And, mm-hmm. and she's there. You. Black woman. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. She does. I did her hip hop yoga class yesterday. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I love I love Chelsea. Her, yep. Her gospel clothes on Sunday are also very good. So very good. Now my final break, I want to, you did not mention this, Constance, but mm-hmm. I enjoy seeing your content on Fridays where you make your drink. <laughs> <laughs> and so that has actually become one of my Friday things where I'll make a drink Ooh. of my choosing or I'll try to yes. make one of the drinks that Constance shows on um on Instagram. So okay. why did you start doing that? Are you are, are you the the bartender of the group or <laughs> I, I am, but it was honestly my two co-hosts. They were like, look, because I told them I had been I hadn't been raggedy and like literally just reposted shit that I thought went with the content <laughs> from TikTok because I was tired of pouring wine in a glass. And mm-hmm. so I was like, I don't know what else to do. I feel like I'm getting bored doing it. So something tells me people are getting bored watching it. And they had an idea. They were just like, Constance, just just make a damn drink make a drink out of the wines that we drink or and then and then we just like just make cocktails make whatever you want just just make a drink and put it up oh okay well and then it just took off and then they've been sending me ideas we've talked about different ideas while we're on the show we're drinking wine like like Monique just sent me one Joanda sent me like 10 or 15 that I need to do and then I've been seeing these cute little ice balls. Honey, I've been on Amazon. I've been buying a popsicle molder. I'm finna buy me some more different types of ice balls <laughs> because they're so cute. Yes, she's I'm, a mixologist at heart. That's yes, her thing. I love it. It's so much fun. And the hardest part is really trying to find ones that are a little easier to do. Um, right. You know, because some of them do take a lot of ingredients. 
And some of them I end up making beforehand and don't even explain how. But so one of these days I'll get on and be like, hey, if you ever want to make a syrup, like the simple syrup, it's so damn easy to make instead of going and buying it. And really just it's equal parts sugar and water on the stove. That's that's all simple syrup is. It's so easy. Well, you do the same the thing content, with honey. Yes, I know, yeah. but I never <laughs> see that's I see, and I get all in my and head. And you about can it. use it for multiple things because my daughter yeah. actually made simple syrup because she is trying. I got on her about you know being a high school student and spending all her money at Starbucks. So she's now been trying to make Starbucks at home because we have a little coffee bar, oh, and so she nice. made her own simple syrup, and I use it when I make my cocktails. <laughs> mm -hmm. And you can do the same thing and do it with fruit. You can just muddle up some fruit, and I because I made a blueberry one the other day. And it was really so easy. How but, long does that store constant? Usually you make you it and to, put it in a jar. They um when I've looked at them, they say like try and use it within like two weeks. Mm -hmm. I use it use it longer. Um I haven't seen any negative side effects. I don't like mold or nothing, but I keep it in the refrigerator though. Okay. And I think so. that's what it is. And if you store it in like a mason jar, mm -hmm. like I think we looked up, you can probably container. store it for like a month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In like yeah. a mason jar and just have it like towards the back, like where it's cold, right. super cold. It's pretty yeah. cold, yeah. But yeah, I That's I cool. will be making the limoncello um spritzer this Girl, Friday. So like it's so already good. I got my stuff. Like <laughs> and feel free to like market. you know substitute any other berry. The raspberries is one that Juana had sent me. Um, but I was like, you can do blackberries, you could do blueberries, literally any berry you can if you can muddle that bad boy, you can use it. It was so good, so good. So yeah, like Every I'm looking, time. I'm bilingual, I'm bookmarking. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, well, thanks. Well, and I'm thank glad you. to know you do that. Yeah, I'm glad to know you do that. Mm -hmm. And now I got excited because people were really liking. It. I was like, oh, okay. Well, let me let me bring my A game next. Time. <laughs> I come up here. Let me come oh, up here with no right. foolish ass drinks. <laughs> She's not even in her final form. She got an A game. <laughs> That's right. Well, I mean, because I, I I'm talking about this on a YouTube video that I have coming out that um. I got into making my own drinks. I started, it's all young folks do, working. I waited tables in a restaurant, and then I was a bar back. Mm -hmm. So I learned some stuff, but it took COVID when everybody was doing those free classes. When I tell people, I took so much free crap online. Like, I learned mm -hmm. how to do some of everything. Like, I was out here painting in my house because, you know, everybody was just doing stuff. And I'm like, yeah, everybody doing stuff. It's like $10. It's free. So I was doing that. And so I took a lot of mixology classes online. Like, the people mm -hmm. that, um, the great, great, great grandson from Con Control, he did a mixology class. He was doing really? stuff on, like, making, yes, and it was free. Damn. It was free. So I learned how to make all different types of, like, margaritas and stuff. And so, yeah, that's what, and I went and, look, ordered me a, a, a bar from Wayfair and my little bar cart. And yeah. My, and I was like, that's my I'm next to be, shall be entertaining people. Yes, <laughs> as you should. Love that. So, yes, we're watching. We're, we're bookmarking. Well, ladies, <laughs> do you have any final words before we go into where people can find y'all and the wonderful unestablished podcast community online? Well, you guys can find us on Instagram. We got a little Facebook fan page. It's not really active, but we have it. Um, we're on TikTok. Um, I think we don't have a Twitter, so don't try to tweet us. You ain't going to find us. <laughs> but you can hit us up on Instagram. We're very active on Instagram. You can also email us, unestablishedpodcast at gmail.com. And we would love to hear from you if you have anything else to, anything to say to us or, you know, want to connect. Yeah. Yes. 
let us know. Hit yes. us up. We That's open. Right. <laughs> Boom. DMs open. Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast DMs are yes, open. The podcast, podcast DMs. Really because, open. No, don't be trying to DM. Let's clarify. Don't have me getting in trouble. Podcast DMs. But if you read for guests and yeah, we will all get them. We will, you know, yes. we, we all check them periodically. So we'll see it. So just, you know, hit us up. Okay. Well, ladies, Monique, Constance, Jawanda, thank you for being on the show. Everyone else, stick around as we do the three breakaways. Hey, and we're back with the three breakaways. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was fun. I know you heard all the laughing, um, all the getting to know each other. I have <laughs> felt like I have known these ladies forever, and we have actually never even met in person. Um, we just bonded through the power of IG and podcasting, and it was so great having them on and just to get all of those different female perspectives and get all our voices on one podcast episode was amazing. But without further ado, I'm going to share my three breakaways. Breakaway number one, you are a lifelong learner. You have never arrived. You are a lifelong learner. You have never arrived. Um, I think it sums up into when we were talking about what it means to be unestablished. And this concept that I see, and I see it a lot in my oldest daughter. She is 22. Um, and even some of my friends, but I definitely see it in my oldest daughters and her her friends. It's this thinking that, you know, it's one more thing and then you've done, you're done learning. Or all it's going to take is this and you arrived. And this life is a journey, y'all. Adulting is hard and it's like a never-ending cycle. So I think one way to make it better when you start thinking about when am I going to arrive? When would I feel established? It's a lifelong thing to feel established. You've never arrived. You just kind of keep getting to these moments of like greatness, I feel. And then something else happens and you're over and you're repeating the cycle again. So I thought that was, excuse me, a great breakaway. Number two, breakaway number two, be content with celebra celebrating yourself. Be content with celebrating yourself. Um, this has been a lesson that I have learned and um, I've learned that recently. I have been no stranger to coming on here and telling you guys all of the hard life lessons I have learned during this pandemic. I have lost friends during this pandemic. I have uh, been shifted around in my job and kind of lost my identity for a short while. Was just confused and just like not understanding what was happening. I've seen people's attitudes and stuff uh, on a family level even shift. And one thing that I have really had to circle back to was loving myself and making sure that I was content with celebrating my wins because everybody's not going to celebrate you. And so you just have to be content with clapping for yourself. That's another part of adulting and it's harsh, but it's true. Feel good about celebrating yourself, your wins. And finally, the last one, the third breakaway um, and this was actually a breakaway that they said they got from Steve Harvey, which I thought was right on time. You make it through 100% of your bad days. Man, you make it through 100% of your bad days. 
those times that, I mean, you, you start early in the morning with crap being thrown at you. You start crying. You wonder when will it end. And then you go to sleep and you wake up and you've made it through that day. And you live to see another day. You push on. So sometimes we just kind of have to get to this point where we're just like, man, this is horrible. But this is the test and I'm going to make it through this test. And that's how I push on. And I hope that that's what you take from this as well. All right. So had a little technical difficulty, but the three breakaways, I'm going to repeat them one more time. And they are number one, you are a lifelong learner. You have never arrived. Number two, be content with celebrating yourself. And number three, you make it through 100% of your bad days. Thank you so much for living, uh, for listening. Well, thank you for living too. <laughs> thank you so much for listening. Um, remember to look in the show notes for all the ways that you can support this podcast, that you can find me on other platforms, and that you can support me on the YouTube channel where I provide bonus content and videos every Sunday. Until next time, I hope you find a little time to take a break. Bye. Thanks for taking a break to listen to the episode. Connect with me at P.M. Kester, that's K-E-S-T-E-R on Instagram, or email thekestergroup at gmail.com. As always, subscribe, rate, and review us on your platform of choice. Until next time, find a little time to take a break. Bye.